self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another another episode (laughs) now the reason i say it like that is because i deleted our podcast we had just recorded the podcast Yep. And it was some good shit it and was. everything. Yeah. And I was like, I need my phone charger. <laughs> and without thinking, I unplugged the device that we used to record and it did not it did not record our podcast episode. True story. Yeah. So So y'all gonna just miss whatever the fuck we said before. I mean, this still gonna be good it's shit. It's still gonna be Don't good shit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I feel like an ass hat. <laughs> I do feel like ass for that shit. If you had just hit stop instead of pause, it probably would have saved it. But you stopped me from pressing stop before because it separated into two files instead of keeping it in yeah, one. That's, well, I didn't know you were going to unplug it. I would have rather had two files well, than the The whole culture that has built behind <laughs> our recording. I'm not saying that it's your fault. I'm saying that it's a reason I don't press stop no more Yeah. versus pause. Anyway, I'm going to need y'all to check out the website, www.conversationconartist.com, where you can check out our uh, old and new episode, as well as the articles linked to our uh, stories and what we talk about. And you can leave us some feedback. Hover over the mail icon, leave us some input, send us some uh, some mail for whatever reason you want to. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in through the uh, website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation con artists with an S at gmail.com. And today we have a couple of questions. What's the first question? The first question is, as a woman, can you date a man that weighs less than you? And as a man, can you date a woman that weighs more than you? Hell no. Um, well, but I, okay. I have. And On Point doesn't believe I don't, me. <laughs> I don't believe it. When I was in college, I dated somebody that weighed less than me. She weighed 125 I weighed 130. 135. 135. You said 25. Maybe it was. I fluctuate shit. Either way, it the most I weighed was 135. He weighed less than me. How do you know? How like do you when, know that you a woman weigh more than you? You don't answer to get on the scale. You look at her and you guesstimate that she weigh more than you. Same way. What I'm saying is it's hard for a woman to weigh more than me. Okay? <laughs> Needless to say, I wouldn't date a woman that weighed more than me because I weigh 320 pounds. Which I can't believe. I still, I got to make you get on the scale before I leave. I weigh 320 pounds, and a woman that weighs 320 pounds is very close to have her own TV show. <laughs> so she probably can't walk. She probably got cankles. She got three chins. She got cellulite plus. What if she just solid like you? What if it's muscle? She's solid. What if she is muscle? How the fuck does she get solid? She might work out. Maybe she work. Out. Have you seen a woman? Have you seen a woman with muscle the size of the Michelin Man? <laughs> no. no. Women with muscle are still small. They just have extreme definition. <sighs> okay. Well. <laughs> I would not date a man that I already don't weigh much. I weigh the most now that I've weighed in my life, and I'm at like 169 now. But I'm almost I'm five seven, closer to five eight. 
So like it's distributed in a way that most people would not guess that I weigh 169 pounds. I mean, I try my best not to like let the aesthetic version of what I desire outweigh other factors, you know? So I think the biggest determinant of who I would date is based on how you carry your weight. Because I mean, if you're talking about somebody that got like um, more dense muscle, they might be heavier by mm-hmm. weight. Or if you're talking about somebody who, you know, just work out a lot and might not get that bit like weight. I don't think make as big a difference as how they carry it. You know, if you're smaller than me and you're a man and you're at least my height or taller, you're fucking small. Like I can't do I that. I feel like the dude you dated in college had that been sick. He was not sick. He was sick. Damn, Are I you wish, sure he was sick? He was not sick. I really wish I could think of his last name. Look him up on Facebook. I cannot remember his last name to save him. my life. You know why? Why? He's he is not dead. He's probably dead now. That's why. <laughs> that nigga was not sick. He was just really small. Like, I don't like to hug a guy and and not feel like that you're solid. Like, I don't want to hug you and feel like if I leaned into you too much, I might knock you over. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just too light. I could pick him up. I could totally pick him up. I don't want to be able to pick I don't you think up. you're that strong. He was look. What do you mean you don't think I'm that strong? Do I need to get you to lift one of these boxes before you leave? Yeah. We need to find a hundred. I'm gonna put one of these boxes on the scale after I get on the scale, so you can see how much <laughs> I weigh. And if it's a hundred pound box, we are gonna see if you can bear hug and lift that shit. Yeah. If you can't, you couldn't pick that man up. Um. Yeah. Ain't no man out here weighing less than a hundred pounds <laughs> without having stage four cancer. <laughs> I could pick him up. I'm telling you. Okay. So. So you have picked you picked him up before. Jokingly, because he said I couldn't, and I was like, "Yes, I can." Because I used to tell him all the time how thin he was, and he was like, "You can't pick me up." And I, I grabbed him by the waist, and I picked him well, up. Well, I guess I have to take your word for it, then. <laughs> I thought you were speaking hypothetically. No, I have. I actually picked him up because he weighed nothing. <laughs> like I don't. That was the only time that I've ever done that. I would never do that again because it's weird. Like I don't. You can't weigh less than me. I need you to be solid and sturdy. The women I date are typically smaller. I haven't really dated a woman that was bigger, even in size. Because a woman that would look bigger than me would still weigh less than me in most instances. Yeah. So, I mean, I usually date women that are smaller. Not for not for even any specific reason. That's just how I fall. Okay. Next question. Next question. If you date someone with a bunch of play cousins, play brothers, etc., is that suspicious? First of all, I don't get the play cousin shit. Like, I'm going to answer this from the perspective of if I dated somebody that had a lot of female friends. Because the play cousin shit, I don't get. I have a lot of male friends, mostly because all of my female friends got knocked up and have kids and can't do shit. And so I ended up hanging out with my male friends because my male friends are single and still out here trying to figure shit out. So because of that, somebody who dated me would have to deal with me having a lot of male friendships so it would be hypocritical of me to be like you can't have these female <laughs> now long as they knew their position and played their position like i don't want one that's gonna be like causing a problem for us because she don't have no sense of boundaries and shit that might be a problem but as far as you just having friends no i don't care nothing about that i don't get to play cousin shit so i can't speak to that i don't know i think that comes from like real specific family dynamics <laughs> like a family where the mama like had an uncle 
Hey, that's your uncle. That's she just didn't tell her kids that they was fucking. <laughs> that's just my, you know, side. Not even a side piece, but that's Yo. just my piece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my piece. I feel like they call it damn people kids. That's my play cousin. That's my play brother. But I feel like if you look at anybody like in a sexual context, you don't need to be calling nothing related to family. No, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? But I also like the context of this question is like. It makes it seem like you think that they might do something with those people while you're in a relationship yeah. in terms of sexually. So I don't really think the measure of that is calling them play cousin to play brothers. Hell, what's the difference if they call them Tony, fucking Jimmy, <laughs> and Jim? I mean, if she want to fuck them, she going to fuck them. It don't matter what she call them. You need mm-hmm. to know who you're dating. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make sure the woman that you with ain't no scalawag. You need to make sure the dude that you with ain't no skeezer out here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. don't matter what they call the people. This is true. I don't think so. No. Next question. Next question. How long do you stay in a relationship? Wait a minute. Oh. How long do you stay in a situation without a title? At what point do you have to have a title? Mm. <laughs> I... So I have not been in like an actual relationship in like five years. So I don't really remember how it happens. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I feel like I date with a purpose now. So like, you know, when we're dating that my end goal is, is to be in something. With that being said, you know, I'm not going to look up and it's been a year and we just still doing whatever the fuck it is we doing. I don't really know. Like, when would I start getting frustrated and be like, fuck this shit? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. Probably maybe six months. Six months. Longer than that. And I think it probably matters when you start having sex. That too. I think it depends on how close you get to doing relationship-related shit. Why you don't have that title. I feel like as long as you don't have that title and you're not doing relationship shit, as long as both people are willing to continue that. But what if you're doing relationship shit? If you're doing relationship shit, like it's definitely a conversation to have. Because why are we doing relationship shit if we're not looking for a relationship? Because I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, we're doing relationship shit. Well, the logical counter to that would be then you shouldn't be ready to do relationship shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. I mean, I it's agree. It's just convenient that you're getting relationship shit out of this situation right now. I mean, I knew someone that stayed in a situation three years plus. No title. There's and no the fucking way. Mm-hmm. She's silly as fuck. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, there's... Three years? Yeah. Hell no. Mm-hmm. If you a woman, and I mean, if you anybody, and you give a person what they want, you know, without holding them accountable and them having an obligation to it, they going to keep going with the same shit. Yeah. Like, you got to have expectations for people. If you expect shit from them and they don't give it to you, you need to make a decision from that. Otherwise, they're going to keep using you for whatever they want to. Yeah. I mean, like I said, when I date people now, the expectation is that this is for a purpose this i got friends i'm not dating you because i want to make new fucking friends i'm dating you because i'm looking for a situation that's going to be something so i go in with that already known yeah 
that I have an expectation. At some point, we're going to have a conversation about this. And it ain't going to be a year later. <laughs> it damn sure ain't going to be no motherfucking three years later because my attention span ain't that long. Three years. That's too long. That's way too long. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's like, that's breakup time right there. <laughs> From a relationship that you should have been in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like so okay sideline question who who has more of the control on 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 the moving forward I feel like dudes are usually the holdups on that I think the dialogue comes from just the person that's the most assertive or the person that's most tired of being Nothing. in a situation <laughs> and they yeah. want to be more but I do in our society, I think men pretty much are the ones that hinder relationships moving forward most of the time. Because a lot of men, this is what happened with men. Men want to be, they don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be committed. But mm-hmm. they meet somebody that they don't want to mess with anybody else. So they end up saying, hey, I want to be in a relationship with you. So that they will be loyal to him and then he continue to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. That's some bullshit. That's how motherfuckers that's what, get killed. I think some that's what ID channel shit. That's what that is. That's what men be doing, I think. <laughs> you know? That's that what don't I'm, make no sense. The whole shit like, okay, if you're not ready to be in a relationship, that's fine, but it's not fair for you to be like, but I want you to wait on him for me. Because one day I might No, nigga, no. No. You gonna keep her from being with somebody who is ready and is willing to commit to her because you selfish. But it make perfect sense <laughs> if you're selfish and you an asshole and you don't give a fuck about how hard it's gonna be for the next nigga. So and you just want to hit the skins. <laughs> I have not heard that in a long time. Hit the skins. Well, get some trim. Ah oh, shit! Oh, I had a thirteen-year-old talk about getting trim. One of my he clients. Watch old Eddie Murphy movie. I was like, no, because here's the thing I just found out about kids through or teenagers through through counseling now. All day long they'll talk to their friends about shit. They get around some adults who give them the green light, like, okay, just talk. What happened? Then it's you want to give all of these little code names and all of this. You weren't nervous when you was doing the shit, nigga. What what did you do? <laughs> what was it? It is what so. You count, what you want your client to say? Hell, y'all was hitting that ass. <laughs> I'm 13. You thought I was 12? Yes. Long so we can go ahead. Because look, you giving me this shy ass answer. It's, still the, it's the same fucking. You fucking and you shouldn't be at 13. So we're going to still have this awkward ass conversation about you out here fucking these little girls. It don't matter how you present it to me. I don't care how, how easy. I think. <laughs> There, and especially with boys I don't have it as much with girls Girls are just you know a lot of times Like yeah we had sex Boys would be like you know and then you know No I don't know what happened No you know No <laughs> Tell me <laughs> It's just hilarious The the ways that, that they'll go to circumvent Saying what it was And then I gotta sit up here Wait wait he used the acronym Oh I told this girl SMD and I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck SMD is. Like, SMD. SMD. Oh, suck my dick. Why you ain't just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I don't know what that acronym means. you a lady. Okay. I'm supposed to say that. 
I mean, I guess it's good that they got some kind of manners. <laughs> it's just so. There is a level of shit that kid can say that'll disgust your ass and creep your ass out while you asking for him to How, just say yo, it. I've had it. I've had some that it's like, shit, wait. <laughs> wait a minute now. But it's just so funny to me, the ones that are so shy about it. Like, because I could walk up on you talking to your friends and I guarantee you it would not be this. You that hell yeah, I was fucking that bitch. <laughs> 13. These thir- these kids wilding out here these yeah, days. Yeah, they are. Shit, we done over-sexualized all of our society, media, you know, entertainment, all that shit is sexualized as hell. Did I tell you what he told me the difference between a thought and a hoe is? Because I thought oh, it yeah, was the same thing. <laughs> a hoe and a thought. I thought they were synonymous. Apparently not. Uh, uh, a hoe is worse than a thought. Even though thought stand for that hoe over there, but whatever. That shit's stupid. All that shit's stupid. <laughs> I what? just don't get it. It's thirteen year old logic. You're not supposed to. I was thirteen year old one time. We didn't have thoughts. We still had hoes. We ain't had no thoughts. We had thoughts. We didn't have a word. To call no, I'm saying we didn't have yeah the word thought. We had hoe. Hoe been around for a long time. Hoe been around for a long time. Hoes have too. <laughs> <laughs> hoes is your friends hoes, hoes is your enemies hoes was around before the word hoes was around <laughs> lady of the night <laughs> lady of the night shit they've had all kind of what was um was it mary magdalene was she just was she described as a prostitute mm-hmm come on jesus mama jesus mama was not mary magdalene oh. jesus Ain't that mama the mary they be talking about was a prostitute Mary Magdalene, not Mary, and jo- from Joseph and Mary, they're different. They're two different Marys. Mary Magdalene was a hoe. Why would the Lord have gave Mary Jesus if she was a hoe? But Mary was no damn virgin. She was. Oh, she was. Yes, she was. The Immaculate Conception. It was immaculate because she That's was. If the Bible is real. Uh- if the Bible ain't real, she definitely fucked somebody. <laughs> you gonna have some angry ass Christians <laughs> in our saying. <laughs> I don't know if the Bible real. According to the Bible, going along with it, if it's real, there it was an immaculate conception because she was a virgin and she had a baby. Going to the Bible, Jonah got shot outside of a well, landing on an island, and for became they fucking king. Yeah. Happen. And Moses got two of every animal, and they all on a boat, and they all got along on this boat for forty days. Exactly. You tell you mean to tell me the fucking lions and tigers didn't fuck the gazelles up, bro? Like, <laughs> you mean to tell me the frogs didn't eat all the little insects and shit that was around here? Apparently, they all got along swimmingly for those forty days and forty nights, according Hell, to bro. the Bible. Moses parted a whole fucking sea. With his staff. Yeah. And they walked across that bitch. Mm-hmm. Y'all would have been scared as hell. I wouldn't have <laughs> walked past that shit. I would have been like, I'm good over here. I would have been like, why God didn't give you boats? You know what I'm saying? Like, God's showing off now. Like, we know boats work. <laughs> but he let you just split a whole sea up. Well, that's so they, they would believe that it was God. He just had some boats. They'd just be like, that nigga just found some boats trying to get us to go. Then why God ain't doing that today? I don't huh? know. Why God ain't put lightning down on Young Thug yet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gonna get to Young Thug. I asked, I used to ask those questions at church. The first question I remember asking was, why 
if it was so easy for God to show his power back back in the day, mm-hmm. like with Samson's hair and shit, mm-hmm. like man hair when his hair long, he can tear down a whole kingdom, but when it's gone, he can't do shit. Why would God show his strength then, but he can't show us today? Like, what is it about today that, that we have to use so much more faith than it seemed that they had to use back then? Pastor didn't know what the hell he was talking about when he gave me my response. I feel like my question was way too logical and sensible, <laughs> and it ain't no logical and sensible way to explain what God decided to do. You know? Okay. Okay, since we're on this, so many people are probably going to get mad at me about this. Oh, Lord. What the hell you finna say? It's about the devil. Okay. The devil's supposed to be this bad figure, right? Right. He used to be an angel. Yes. He was in heaven. Uh-huh. He got cast out of heaven because he got beside himself, right? Beside thought, himself. Thought he was better than God or equal to God. He didn't want to... He didn't want to regard humans as the way that God wanted humans to be regarded. He didn't want to be the watcher of humans. He didn't want to be... You know, somebody that was held as a less regard to people. And so he supposedly rallied all the angels that, you know, didn't want to fuck with humans like that and, you know, move forward. Because I think a part of the dialogue was God wanted the angels to love humans as they loved him. And he didn't want to love angels like that. So you could define that as getting beside himself as it pertains to God. I just. God. According to the Bible, the Bible's version of God. Let me not just say God in general. He sounds like a little bit of a narcissist, don't he? Yeah. No God before me. <laughs> like he's the end all, be all for everything. And you're supposed to just worship him tirelessly, never question him, cause he's always right. Type shit. That's how them parents be out here. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You cast this, these folks out because they dare have a differing opinion than you. Opinions is something we got. Angels ain't got no damn opinions. <laughs> Angels gonna do what the hell God say. Bottom line, cause Stone Cold says so. You know what I'm saying? Like, God don't be playing that. He smite them humans down here. Imagine what the angels were going through. They got cast out and put into hell. <laughs> I don't know. You know the show supernatural the way that they crafted the dialogue for the character lucifer like he came into the show at some point Mm -hmm. he was like you know i got casted out because i love god too much you know they try to make it sound like the reason that he went is because he didn't care about humans because he he wanted all of that energy to go to god so they like try to paint him in a kind of positive light as Mm -hmm. far as somebody will perceive themselves in that situation but like I just still don't see what the point of it is because that gets into the, uh, the omnipotence dilemma dilemma, um, or the omniscient dilemma. But either way, if you're a being that has all the power and Mm -hmm. this is the dilemma, if you're somebody that has the power, all power, Mm -hmm. can you limit your power? If you can, that means that technically you're not all powerful. If you can limit your power, you know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a power in the bit. And if you can't do that, then you're not all powerful. But if you can do it now, you did it, but you have limited power now. So it's like it creates a situation where this guy really had a power. Like it would seem like he had the power. 
like he would have had the power to like just make the angels be what he wanted them to be or snap his fingers and make them evaporate it also would be that you know instead of casting him out and let him build up an entire other place and fuck with the humans he loves so much because you know every time something bad happens it's the devil the devil busy da, 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 da. so like if that's the case and he got put out because he didn't love uh, humans enough or god loves humans so much wouldn't he just get rid of the devil so that humans wouldn't have to deal with that i don't know that goes into my, a lot of my dilemma about the bible you know, it's not whether God exists or not, but it's like, what kind of God is he? I mean, he created this dynamic where there's this heaven and this hell, and if we're not good enough for him, we go to one, and if we're good enough for him, we go to the other one, and he leaves such a subjective, interpreted uh, di diatribe. Well, but, so where did people go before the devil got kicked out and made hell? I don't know if it was people by that point. It had to be if he didn't give a been. shit about humans. You just said he got kicked out because he didn't care about humans the way he cared about God. So I humans think, had to exist. I think I think humans was like a, a prototype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think he had a room with prototype humans. He was How like, you gonna get mad at me because I don't give a fuck about this prototype. This ain't you don't even know if they're gonna be the final product. Saying, if we go by the Bible, <laughs> the devil already existed in his evilness when Adam and Eve were here because he was the snake that told him yeah. to eat that forbidden fruit. Not only that, but he knew what the fuck the forbidden fruit was. You know what I'm saying? So then, I just don't understand if humans didn't even exist, why would he have been so upset about something that hadn't even come to pass yet? Because he saw the prototypes. <laughs> he was like, I, don't, I ain't worshiping them things. But he might have changed his mind after they became, you know, alive. And I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. And all, every time I ask these questions when I was a child, my mom would tell me that I, I don't question God. And I, my whole thing was, I'm not questioning God. I'm questioning you because you're the one telling me that this shit is the, how it is. So I feel like you should be able to answer some questions about this. And every time I ask you a question, the answer you give me is that I shouldn't question God. Because you don't have an answer. <laughs> you question God. You. Apparently, you're not supposed to question God. You shouldn't God. because, you know, he can snap his fingers and your car can explode. But why would he do that instead of just explaining? Hmm. That's what I'm saying. That goes back to the narcissism. Like, you don't want to answer no question. You created this situation that's some of it don't make sense. Some of it you have questions about. I can't ask you no questions. I'm supposed to just live in this and figure it out <laughs> when it comes to like there is a religion called calvinism where they kind of you know think that god steps back from a distance he winds the world up like a like a watch mm -hmm. and then he let it go and he stepped back that make way more sense to me than god having an intricate hand in everything we do but allow a lot of bullshit to go on like if he could stop it why not you know but how cruel that's like that's like getting some hands <laughs> and shaking they shit up just to watch them scurry about. I mean, even if that's the case, that's still fucked up. You create this world where all of this bullshit can happen to these people and you just stand back and watch it happen. It's like fucking with ant heels. I mean, just because you can. Just because you want to see what happens. Anybody that's listening, especially from my perspective right now, I'm kind of at a little weird impasse with faith where I'm trying to learn what I need to learn in order to potentially move forward in, you know, grasping on to faith or 
I don't know, discovering that maybe I can't, you know? So a lot of my questions isn't a, a slight to faith. It's trying to help myself understand a lot of stuff about, you know, these experiences. And I just think that it's hard because we use sub, such subjective earthly interpretations of all of this stuff that supposedly was inspired by man. It's really hard to take that at face value and know that that's exactly what it's supposed to be. And what do you mean? Because as imperfect as man is, we're supposed to believe that God perfectly inspired these people to write exactly what he wanted to be right. Written. Mm-hmm. And we expect that all of those men that compile that stuff into the Bible actually did it efficiently. But we already know that there's about there's chapters of the Bible that's left out. Mm-hmm. You know, what's in those shit that don't go with the narrative that they want to present. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like there's so many questions and not enough answers for me as it pertains to faith. And I, Everybody ain't as logical as I am and analytical as I am. I feel like you have to be a little illogical to be faithful because a lot of it doesn't make sense. And if you, if you look at it, it's like, if you look at, it's like one of them paintings that from a distance, it's like, oh my God, it's amazing. If you get up close and start analyzing it, then you see all these flaws within it. I think people don't want to get up close and analyze their faith. They just believe blindly what they believe. Because they've been raised to believe that. And so when you ask them, I think that's why they don't have the answers. Because nobody discusses the answers to these questions. One, don't nobody know. Two, people don't discuss it. They just accept God as the Bible states that he is. And so, don't question the validity of it. From my perspective, I like the, the painting analogy. From my perspective, it's like one of them illusion books. <laughs> where it don't look like shit there at all. But when you get on it, some people can see that shit. I some never was able to see it. see it. I cross my eyes. I sit there. St- I never, ever was able to see them things in them illusion paintings. Never. I could. I could see them. It I just, could never see them. Just so weird. It's like you got to stare beyond the picture. I and I think that's my it. problem with faith. I can't stare beyond what's right here in front of me. I, I, and, and that's what faith is. Faith ain't having the answers. Faith is believing that the answers exist without having to see it. And that's really, really hard for me being so analytical. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then it's extra hard because I spent six days a week in church. You know? Yeah, that's that. Because I used to complain about having to go to Sunday school and church on Sunday. Because my whole thing was I get two days. Two days out the week that I ain't got to go to school and come home and do fucking homework. And one of them two days, you want me to get up early and go sit in this church. Hated that. Wanted to be asleep. <laughs> but I think I talked about in a previous show, that has to go over into how I communicate with the women that I'm starting to date. Yeah. It's like, I don't know where I'm going to be with faith in three to four years. That's something that you're okay with, you know? Whether that means you're somebody that don't fool with faith and I end up being a person that's a little bit deeper in it, or whether that means you're somebody that's pretty deep in it and I may not get into it in that way. You know? Like, what if you married somebody that had faith and you don't? How would you want your kids raised? With faith? Okay. Because I'm not naive enough to think that my 
six days a week in church didn't create the person I am. I love the person I am. It just also matched me with a bunch of experiences that make me have a lot of questions. You know? Yeah. I got questions. (laughs) And, you know, the commercial be like, we've got answers. No. Nobody Nobody got no answers. They They just say believe. Well, if you also have questions, <laughs> you can send them in to the website or you can send them in to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> so are you going to get you a romper? Hell no. <laughs> Give me no damn romper. <laughs> so apparently, I mean, you have to have been living under rock if you haven't noticed that they are now making rompers for men. Uh, now let me just say this before anybody start commenting and talking about people can do what they want. Obviously, people can do what the fuck they want to do. What I'm saying is that I'm not gonna date a motherfucker that would be willing to wear a romper. Rompers are for babies and for women. I cannot see. I've not seen pictures of men in the rompers. It's not sexy to me. It's fucking weird. I don't. And we have. <laughs> do they have dick holes? Is there a dick hole in the romper? How y'all go to the bathroom? Because you know, I have on a romper today. You have to pull this whole shit all the way off. Like, it ain't no, there ain't no way around that. So you would be at the urinal with your pants around your No, no. First off, you don't want to do that in no man bathroom. Because if your clothes touch the flow, you are already down one. You know what I'm saying? Your clothes is fucked up. I just going to pull in an alternative universe where I would wear a romper. <laughs> I just pull pull my pants leg up and shoot from the hip, goddamn. <laughs> pull one side of my pants leg all the way up. Shoot from the hip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, it just, it, <laughs> one, rompers, especially, like, if they're made the way, like, the one that I have, it's a very flowy material. And I think it's just going to be a lot of people wandering around with, you know, dick prints and shit. That they're not trying to do that. They're not purposely doing it, but because the material they have on is so flowy and free, and like the prints and stuff, it just is not my idea of what masculine is. And I know that that's my own subjective interpretation, and that's all I'm talking about. I'm not going to date somebody in a fucking romper. Not. I'm sorry. What's wrong with a romper? It's not masculine. Why is it not masculine? Because women and babies wear them. So what you're saying is that it's not masculine because there just happens to be a pattern of women and babies wearing them. The same way it's a pattern of women wearing panties. I don't want to date a guy that put panties on either. I mean, we can go down that line, but there's a lot of men that wear panties. I don't date them either. <laughs> but I'm saying, what's wrong with wearing women's clothing? What's wrong with wearing women's clothing? But it's not women's clothing if it's made it's for men. It's a man version of some clothing for women. <laughs> a romper is not something <laughs> that I feel like men need to wear. Like the same way if I dated somebody and we went back to his place and he pulled down his pants, and he got some lace panties on or some lace. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> because you ain't going nowhere. Why ain't going nowhere? Because if you was already all right with getting down to the point where he got lace panties on. But the lace panties is a no-go for me. No. All I, 
I, for all I know, this is just you testing out the waters to see how okay I. You might be like a cross. I'm not going down that road. I feel like if you set precedence with people, <laughs> they go extra with it. If you got on panties, I want you to know that that's not okay. It, I can't tell you that it's not okay if I go ahead and have sex with you. So no, no. No panties, no rompers, no bras. Uh, I don't want to see men with high heels. Uh, <laughs> like, there are just some things I feel like we need to just have. Like, and I know that there's this whole trend because of fucking um, Young Thug and Lil Uzi Vert of, of all of these feminine outfits. And you know what? Do you. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Again, I'm not saying men can't do it because obviously they're doing it. Men that want to be with red can't do it because I'm not going to, I can't, I'm sorry. I don't want to have to figure out if this romper is mine or yours. <laughs> you going to know. How? Because you ain't going to be dang nobody smaller than your ass. So you going to know it's too damn big for you. It might fit. What if it fit? So you mean to tell me that the line at dating somebody that's smaller than you is exactly oh, no. at your size no, is not. what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm saying I don't want to like be in the closet looking at the print of this thing. You're like, oh, this mine and pull it out. And no, oh, no, that's his. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fucking weird. Now, there are women that be making memes and shit about <laughs> the, late, the girl that has the video where she's like, hey, Rip, I saw what she was like, white romper. Hey, white mm -hmm. rock. You know, obviously there's some women who who with it. I'm just not one of them. Like I'm not going. You, why you won't wear a romper? Why I won't wear? Why won't you wear? I don't want to see no goddamn watermelon dressed in a onesie. <laughs> I'm round as fuck. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You I don't, don't think it's gonna be? For? You don't think it's gonna be round men running around in rompers? Brown, round, round, brown from oh. a deal. <laughs> that nigga, he been doing that shit. There's going to be young round niggas that are going to be wearing rompers if it becomes trendy. No, it is. Not. It is niggas who follow trends going to follow this trend. First off, big niggas sweat too much for that shit, okay? <laughs> the material it look like I've been seeing is thin material. That shit going to stick straight to your back the whole time, <laughs> and it ain't going to be nothing but going in your ass. <laughs> and that, no, gay round dudes, they already wearing think, shit that but, ain't. Not all gay men, though. That's the thing. That's, <laughs> even gay men don't. I have a gay friend. He don't wear nothing feminine at all. He likes to shop, and that's feminine, I feel like, because most men don't really like shop. He loves to shop. But he buys shit for men. <laughs> like he, don't, he actually goes out of his way to not buy feminine shit. Well, I'm not trying to paint every gay man as a man that would wear rumpers, <laughs> but if you consider and round up all of the round men out there, the straight ones versus the gay ones. The gay round men will overwhelmingly wear rompers versus the straight round men. You know why? Because they know what the fuck a watermelon in a onesie would look like, and they ain't trying to do that shit. Cam Newton got a romper. Cam Newton is a fucking football star. Who want to see a football player in a romper? You, this just don't, it's stupid. Listen, a romper is not the most questionable shit. That Cam Newton that Cam be wearing questionable he shit all the kind time. of crazy shit. Yeah, so Cam Newton, he didn't do that shit at first. What's he wasn't the doing other that one? shit at Auburn. He got money. Somebody said, We finna get you fly, brother. What's the other bad? There's another one that be uh shit. Westbrook. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yep. Yeah. He he be dressing crazy too. <sighs> He'll have a romper on. What happens if you tall? 
What you mean? So the way the romper is made, I'm saying you only gonna have so much torso space, right? So if you if you a size medium or you a size large, but you tall with it, you gonna your shorts gonna be kind of like ain't no big and tall section in belt. They not you think they gonna have big and tall rompers? Nigga, they got shirts that come to my knees. For tall Shirts folk. make sense. But you know what I'm saying? You think they're going to go out of their way and make big and tall rompers. Yes. If they, think that, if they think that there is a group of tall dudes that would wear rompers that'll make them an extra million dollars a year. But what if yeah. it ain't? What if it's only a small group and they don't they don't take into consideration that <laughs> those that little small group? So they still going to get a romper. It's just going to be short. You going to be walking around with a little bit of shorts on. Because it... it you can't adjust it. It it just is what it is like overalls. You can't well, you can adjust overalls. You can't even adjust the romper. The romper is what it's the material that's there. You cannot adjust it. So if it don't fit or if it don't fit it ain't nothing you can do to fix that because it's just the material that's So what there. what makes a romper a problem? Like what about overalls? No, overalls are not a problem. Why not? Because overalls are niggas that work and and, and fucking um Niggas that chop wood. Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks and shit wear um, overalls. But what about, but it's a one piece. It's, it is a one piece. So is the problem with rompers that it's a one piece? No. What's the problem with the romper? Because niggas in prison wear jumpsuits and that's a one piece. The problem with a romper is it, it's this short onesie that has like all of these girly prints and shit. And girly colors. So if it didn't have girly print, girly colors, and it was longer, like it came down past the knees, where we at now? I feel like that would look like them stupid ass people that wear them shorts that be too long and look like pants. I feel like it would look stupid Not if it that had that long past the knees, just but slightly past the knees. I can't Not, imagine. So it don't look like Daisy Dukes. So it don't look like it's gonna ride in your booty. Maybe I would have to see what that looked like. I can't imagine that. When I think romper and the, what they what they've shown us is the same romper that I go and buy when I bought this romper. It's the same romper. It's just the size different. Nigga probably gonna have on one that looked like the one I got on. Gay. I mean, if we were standing next to each other, <laughs> would you think he was gay? We both got on this polka dot romper. I wouldn't think he was straight. <laughs> Not first. <laughs> okay. If he was standing next to you, he'd have to try to holler at you. I see, and that's enough. Don't come up to me talking to you. Talk to you. you got this fucking romper on. Mm mm. I'm gonna have to dodge you. So one thing about the rompers, it brought out this whole dialogue as to where women have like participated in this role reversal, like this meme role reversal, where it's like they treat him men like the women just because the romper the implications of the romper <laughs> yes and you know it's all funny games like like you were saying the one the girl that was like white romper white romper come over here pull them rumpers to the side and shit like that <laughs> i it's all funny games but i don't like them kind of dialogues when it comes to like oppressed groups because you got women they still they're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and they still oppressed yeah it'll be like me playing monopoly with three of my rich white friends and taking all their money and all their property in the game, winning the shit out of it, and then they we and went to the game over, they leave and go to their friends, and I'm broke ain't got no food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that shit be sad as fuck. It's it, all funny it, games it. to participate in it, but at the end of the day, you know, I just don't like men to be given the opportunity 
to have that kind of dialogue, to play victim to that, even in jest. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, even when you're just playing and being silly and shit. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, I... Obviously, motherfuckers going to wear what they want to wear. And, you know, good for them. But I personally, all of this, this feminine clothing that nigga, I ain't with it. I'm just not, me personally, I'm not with it. And I'm not going to date nobody that's carrying a purse. Like, I'm just not. What the fuck? Men been doing without purses for you. Like, why you need a purse? No. Again, I'm not going to go in the closet and get a purse. And you be like, why you carrying my, why you carrying my Birkin? Like, that's my purse. I was going to carry that today. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. If I wanted to be in a lesbian relationship, I would just be in a lesbian relationship. So you seen Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. You know, was one of the characters on there had a family, was a man, mm-hmm. and then decided, I'm transgender, I'm going to have an operation to become a woman. Mm-hmm. Where would you be in that situation as the wife? Gone. Like, far gone? Far gone. Like, at what point do you do that? Like, if he tells you that, do you leave? Yep. Do you pro- provide support? Mm-mm. Do you let him have a relationship with your kid? Yes, after we have a long family conversation about what the fuck is going on. I wouldn't keep him from his kids because those are his kids, but like, my thing is i don't don't use me if you are unsure like you don't even have to be sure if you have a question don't marry me like this is going to be a heterosexual relationship and we're going to raise these kids together then midway through it you decide this ain't no shit you want to do or you want to be your authentic self be your authentic self up front nigga like no i'm not going to be okay with that i'm sorry and it isn't because I have anything against transgender people. I have something against someone that uses me to normalize or to try to normalize things so that they don't have to deal with who they are. Like, don't marry me. Let's not have kids together. Don't put me in this position where now we got to try to explain this to these fucking kids. And, you know, they're going to have their own feelings about it. Now, the whole family is in turmoil now because it is. Because it is... It's, as supportive as I might be, the kids are still going to have their own feelings about it, about their dad becoming their mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you put me in a position that I didn't sign up for because you decided that you were going to closet yourself. Be who you are. I can't, I'm not so going to be supportive. Now, if this was something that you had let me know and I had a choice in it and I decided that I wanted to do that, okay. But what you did was force my hand, and now I'm in a situation that I didn't ask to be in because you weren't honest with yourself and with me. Okay. Now, that was a, that question was the prerequisite to this question. So, we know that's the line. But mm-hmm. what if, after y'all in a wonderful, loving relationship that you enjoy and that you got a kid with, mm-hmm. start wearing rumples? Mm-mm. <laughs> well, you what you gonna do? You ain't finna lead that man. Not finna burn all them goddamn rompers. You ain't wearing y'all no gonna go bankrupt because he gonna keep buying rompers. If you feel this strongly that you want to keep spending money on these rompers, we got a different problem. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? No, no, this is not a trend that it no. No. So what if he start wearing your rompers? Are you going to destroy all of your rompers because of that? I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> the fuck is you put my clothes on? We've already that- established that you ain't finna date nobody that ass you can kick. Okay? <laughs> so you ain't doing that. Okay, 
but that qualifies to me as cross dressing. I'm not okay. That goes back into transgender territory where I feel like you weren't being honest with me. Not that not that cross dresses are necessarily transgender. I feel like you got some other shit going on that you like to dress like women. I didn't sign up for this. He don't I, like to dress like women. He like to wear rumpers that's made for men. But you done excluded <laughs> him from being able to wear them. So by default, he wearing yours. That's just petty. Cause that be you ain't wearing the raw because you want to wear it. You wear it to get back at me because I t- I burned yours. It be both. <laughs> I'm saying if you want to wear it because you like it, you wearing women's clothing because the romper wasn't made for you. It was made for me. It gonna fit you differently. If you like the way my romper fits you and you bigger than me, that means that yo it gonna be short and in your ass. And you you liking that is a problem. That's a problem for me. He gonna walk in the room with. Rumples in his ass and nuts hanging out from the side. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, you not going to let me have my own issue. <laughs> we ain't going to be able to beat it. That, I, I can't get past that. Your kid going to be like, mama, what the fuck daddy doing? <laughs> get this man. Get him in check. <laughs> ain't that your job? Ain't that your job? Mm-mm. I ain't got time for that. Fuck that. No. No rompers under any circumstances. No. Because here's the thing. Like, I, I'm i wearing rompers now. I, that, by the time I start having kids, I ain't going to, because it's too much trouble. When I got to have a kid that I got to take with me in the bathroom, maybe change their diapers and shit, I ain't going to wear no fucking romper because it isn't convenient. Like I said, you got to come all the way out this shit. And we don't have, I don't have no option of sliding shit to the side. I got to come out of this shit to go to the back. So as a mom, I ain't going to be wearing rompers anymore anyway. And you ain't going to be wearing rompers neither. No. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So I wouldn't even have no rompers for that nigga to put on because by the, at the point that we didn't start having kids, I'm not going to be wearing rompers no more because it's not a convenient, easy thing for me to be in and out with kids. Rompers take too much time. I'll be thinking about the worst case scenario of rompers. <laughs> That's, you know, it don't have a dick hole, so I got to pull it all the way out and it hit the floor of the middle bathroom. Mm-hmm. And now I got, you know, old yeah. P from 30 niggas on the bottom of my clothes. <laughs> That's a problem, okay? Yeah. Then I start thinking about, like, what if I, like, rip rip my rompers? Now I got to get a new shirt and pants. Yeah. Like, right now, if I rip my pants, I can just get some more pants. But yep. a romper, you got you to replace the one. whole shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. And there's something about rompers that make me feel like you should wear a diaper on it, under it. You know, like if you got rompers, just wear a diaper. You ain't got to worry about the bathroom shit. Just pee right where you at. <laughs> that is what babies do. <laughs> I know exactly. When babies wear rompers, that's what they do. Adults, yeah. there are no circumstances as an adult unless you're an elder who has incontinence where you should be wearing a diaper. I don't know. Some people just like diapers. No, that's the same way. If I met a nigga that was like, he just liked to be pretend to be a baby and have me change him in that type of shit, that he find that sexy, I can't do that either. Sorry. <laughs> You're not going to call me mama. I'm not doing that. He's going to wait to pull that shit out when you ain't watching. <laughs> I don't give a fuck at what point you pull that out. That's the problem. <laughs> you just been hiding this shit all this time, nigga. Did you think waiting was going to make me be with it? No. <laughs> No. I hope you ain't got no weird shit to pull out for a dude. I don't think I do. I don't think anything that I would. Mm-mm. I guess weird is subjective, though. So. It is subjective. I don't want to be a baby. You don't want to be a baby. No, and I don't want to. I don't want to be your mom. 
I don't have any weird fetishes. Like, I don't have any fetishes. Shit. Okay. So, there, you know, there's that. Uh, I do want to talk about the six-year-old getting murdered in Mississippi, but just briefly before I get into that, I want to say rest in peace to Chris Cornell. You don't know him. I don't. He was a lead singer for Soundgarden, and he led some other bands, but I can't think of the other names. I know him from Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun, Spoon Man, those songs. Um, what would a Soundgarden be like? Would it be like the the music symbols growing out of the ground or some shit like that? Yeah. Like the yeah from the and pages. where you could like hit it and and hear the sound. It's just a garden of sound. I bet that shit sound horrible. Probably so. Well, maybe they all got the same song playing and just be loud. Maybe. Um, he was 52 years old, committed suicide. Um, he, the people in his life was not aware that he was suicidal. He was still doing, he did the night or the morning, the next day after he, they found him, he was actually supposed to do a show in Detroit. So he was still actively working. You know, there weren't these signs that people normally feel like he wasn't, he hadn't getting withdrawn and none of those things. He was still very active in his life. And he committed suicide. So just, you know, be mindful of your mental health. You know, don't let it sneak up on you to where you make a decision that you can't reverse. So that makes me want to talk about 13 Reasons Why. If you haven't seen that TV show, it's about a girl who makes 13 cassette tapes detailing the reasons why she committed suicide. And... The show doesn't represent the people that go through and suffer through depression that'll lead them to suicide very well. I mean, part of it, I haven't watched it and I don't want to watch it because I feel like that's a very vindictive way to commit suicide. Like, I'm going to commit suicide, but it's not enough for me to end my life because I'm unhappy. I'm going to make 13 tapes and send them out to these 13 people so that they will feel bad about their part in me committing, in my choice to commit suicide. Like, I don't agree with that. I mean, suicide is usually, it comes with these things. It comes with ambivalence, which is the the lack of desire to kill yourself, but a part of it is the desire to not be here anymore. Mm-hmm. It comes with thwarted belongingness, which makes you feel like you don't belong to a group of people, which didn't indi- wasn't indicated from her in the show because she continued to try to belong to these groups and these people and to, you know, communicate with folks the entire time. It doesn't, like, she didn't isolate herself and withdraw from her community and her environment as she always sought to be with people. Like, it's a lot of things in the show that they didn't talk about as it pertains to suicide. She never took accountability for her roles in some of that stuff and her perceptions in some of that stuff. And I think the biggest problem with that is, I won't say it glorifies suicide, but it definitely adds some allure to suicide because it shows that the people who they wanted to suffer suffered, suffered. Yeah. you know, all of those kids. What the show accurately portrayed was the inexperience, the lack of uh, knowledge that kids have to deal with stuff because all them kids was going through stuff that could have been resolved easily, you know, had some adults been involved or had they had some input from their parents and they were just going about it themselves. Yeah. I mean, I like the show. I, I like how the story was told. But as a mental health professional, it's really hard to look at that and say that it does anything helpful for the dialogue. At best, it's neutral because it got people talking about it. At worst, it's going to be kids that feel like, you know, I can commit suicide because people going to miss me. Yeah. Or people going to, you know, 
realize that they did me wrong. And that might not be the case. No. It's rarely the case, actually. So, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. All right, let's talk about this. Because I got a different take on this Mississippi shit than I think a lot of people. So first, I'm going to tell you what happened. Then I'm going to tell you my take on it. Okay. So, mom in Mississippi at 1.15 a.m. in the morning decided to go to a grocery store. And she took her six-year-old son. Now, she left her six-year-old son in the car while she went inside. She didn't lock the doors. Left him in the car, did her shopping. About 2.30 a.m., mom comes out, finds the car is gone. She runs back in because there was an officer in the store where she was, runs in, tells the officer somebody stole her car. She doesn't mention the child in the car, so he just starts writing up a stolen car report. Later, as he's making the report, it comes out that there was a child in it. So, obviously, now it's a seri- more serious situation. They um, distributed an Amber Alert for young Kingston. And the I think it was later on the next day, her car, which was like a 90-something Camry, was found. And in the trunk was six-year-old Kingston. He had been shot in the head and killed. Now, they have since arrested three 17 black African-American 17-year-old males for this crime. Now, here are my problems with this. And here's why I have, probably have a different take. Because everybody's like that poor mom. Eh. I feel like there's some shit about this that make me feel like she had something to do with this. First of all, I can't. Under, this school is still in session. I can't understand why if you need, even if you needed to run out to the store at one o'clock in the morning, why you would have your six year old with you and then leave him in an unlocked car with the car running with the keys in there and to go in the store. And then you stay in the store for 45 minutes, leaving him in this unlocked crunk up car. You come out, you find out that the car is missing instead of going and saying, Hey, my kid, my kid was in the car. The car is gone. You just mentioned the car and let the officer start writing a report, not mentioning that your child was in there that none of that makes sense to me i don't even have kids but i can imagine i shit I, my dogs if i ran in the store and left my dogs in the car and i came out and the fucking car is gone i'm gonna mention that the dogs were in there i mean i'm gonna say something about the car but i'm gonna be like and my dogs my dogs are in the car one your car wouldn't be gone it wouldn't be because because they're gonna see them dogs and be like hell no not this car <laughs> second you wouldn't have to worry about that because some strangers gonna come by and bust your windows anyway and get your dogs out of there. No, with the car crunk up in the air, on they wouldn't. Oh, maybe they would. I wish the fuck somebody would, cause I didn't left kicks in the car with the car running to run in somewhere before. I wish somebody would bust my goddamn wood. You hit his car running, that fucking Amazon <laughs> <laughs> shit. But so to me, that it just don't plus. 17 year olds going out of their way to steal a bro like it had the hood and shit was fucked up to steal this raggedy ass 98 camry or 90 something model camry like and then okay so let's say you just didn't care you just needed a car you steal the car you'll figure this out it's a six-year-old in the back i just don't feel like the average 17 year old car booster is gonna be like oh shit this kid back here let's kill him and put him in the trunk and leave him in the car that we went to all this trouble to steal i just don't know that that's how the mind of a 17 year old i feel like at the most 
they might have put his little ass out on the side of the road and kept going or they might have left him in the car and left the car all together <laughs> but to shoot him in the head what you think happened I think the mom paid them. I don't know if it was for insurance money. I don't know if it what the situation was. I think that she had something to do with it. Because why were you out at one o'clock in the morning with your kid on a school night? He got to go to school in a few hours. Like I just don't see why any mom would do that. Whatever it is that you needed to buy, couldn't wait till uh, when you got off work the next day or some shit or on your lunch break. Like you just had to have something one o'clock in the morning and you ain't got nobody to watch your six-year-old so you get him up out of the bed and take him with you to go get this butter or whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying then i just can't imagine a mom i've asked people who are mothers if you left your kid in the car and came back out in the car was gone they would be freaking out about the child not the car the car would be secondary to their child for her the child was secondary to the car and even if you were afraid, like, oh, they're going to be, you know, be to call me a bad mom because I left. I don't feel like your fear of being reprimanded for even leaving him in the car in the first place is going to override your fear of, oh, my God, my child is gone. Something's going to happen to them. We got to find him. I just don't believe that. I'm sorry. The whole thing don't make no sense. The whole thing don't make. And then the, they shot him in the head. They didn't beat the little boy up. They took a gun, shot him in the head, and left him in the trunk. So did they shoot him in the head in the car? Yeah, I don't know if it was in the car or outside of the car. I just know they said he had a gunshot wound to the head, and they found his body in the trunk. That's horrible. None of it makes any sense. None of that makes sense. It don't make sense to me how three people go into jail for that shit. They already identified the person who shot but uh, and, I mean, if you're involved in the commission of a crime where somebody gets killed, all of y'all are guilty. So the fact that they dropped off whoever was the one that actually drove the car off, and obviously he had to follow the the camera and pick up the fuck the motherfucker that did do the shit. Like they all gonna go down for it because the death occurred in the commission of a crime. So they all guilty. Same way if you if you rob a house and you one of your accomplices get killed. Y'all are liable for his murder because it was a death that resulted in the commission of a crime. So, all three of them going down for it. We hired that nigga body. But this, but there's, I just, <laughs> none of it makes any sense. You go to this trouble to steal this car. You kill this kid. You put the kid in the car that you stole and leave the car. I just don't understand that. They don't make no sense to me. You think she paid some neighborhood goons to come out here and take her car and kill her son? Mm-hmm. Who else she gonna pay? This is Mississippi. Like, who else is she gonna get to take do it? Take her son on a vacation to Mexico. Then they gonna be looking at her. Right now, she's the poor mom whose car got boosted with her child in it. She gonna be a good poor mom. The car, uh, child got abducted. I feel like it she it would be more scrutiny at her on a with a situation like that than this. When you got like the people in custody and you know. They would have been better off just like keeping him missing for a while. They I mean it literally was like the when the daylight hit, <laughs> they fucking found the kid. Cause I think by the time I no, it went when I got to work. Cause I you know, I had got the amber alert about the kid. I think probably by lunchtime they had found a car with the kid in it. Shit. They ain't waste no time. He wasn't even missing a day. Hell no. 
I mean, it just, and maybe I'm wrong. It just sounds very suspicious to me. None of it makes any sense. You know, as as some, I mean, I, I don't have any kids. I was a kid. My mom never, there was never an occasion where we went with my mom at one o'clock in the morning to go grocery shopping. Like, not ever. Especially not during school when she know we already ain't gonna want to get our ass up out the bed as it is. Like, none of it makes sense. The time that it happened don't make no sense. And I feel like they chose that time because there's going to be less witnesses outside. I don't even know how they found the boys. I haven't seen, like, how they knew it was them. But, I mean, because if she had gone during regular time, it's lots of people outside of a grocery store. So, people would have saw them. But 1 o'clock in the morning, less people going to be outside. Yeah. The time that she was there don't make no sense. The fact that she didn't immediately alert the police officer to the fact that the child was in the car don't make no sense. The fact that these 17-year-olds got together and was like, ooh, let's get this old-ass Camry don't make no sense. Because the niggas got out of a nice Honda Civic, hopped in this raggedy-ass Camry, took the Camry, killed the kid, put him in the trunk, and then left in the Civic. I don't understand. None of it makes sense. So rest in peace to that poor little boy. Like it broke my heart because I saw the Amber Alert and then I saw that the Amber Alert had been lifted and I just assumed they had found him. I didn't know they had found his body and I just felt so, he was six. He was getting ready to graduate from like first grade and he was a cute little boy. And all this because your mom, like again, I might be wrong. Maybe she didn't have nothing to do with it. I can't imagine a scenario that would make sense in which she didn't have something to do with it though. Because this goes even beyond the regular bad parent decisions that I see, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, one in the morning? Nigga, I ain't finna get up most of the time. On my own, I ain't even got no goddamn kids. It would just be me. If I'm going to need growth, I'm going to go when daylight hit. I ain't going to get up at one o'clock in the morning and go grocery shopping. And it ain't nobody but me. Damn. Fuck that shit. fucking sippy. She having a Mississippi, right? Yeah. Hell no. They're all from the same area. I just feel, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope she didn't do it. But I can't, again, I can't picture a scenario that makes sense in which she didn't do it. Hmm. I don't know much about the story, so. I mean that that's all they've released now. That's they they released the pictures of the boys that they were all seventeen. Uh they haven't released anything else. One of them is gonna snitch. Hell yeah. If she paid him. Yeah. You're right. Especially if he could get like a reduced sentence or some shit. He's totes gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> He's totally gonna do that. But they just dumb kids. They probably yeah. trying to figure out how they had to get out of it. Probably didn't think they were gonna get caught. How would they know it was that? I want to know how they knew it was them. Because they found out, found them real quick. Too. Yeah. Like, how did they know that the, it was them three boys that did it? I don't understand that part. They never said how they called them, just that they called them, so. Snitches. Probably somebody snitching. Get stitches. <laughs> okay, so. This is a topic that I'm so fucking tired. I've said this last year too. I'm tired of talking about the card. And this ain't nothing that the Kardashians did this time. This time it was somebody else, but it, it still involves one of their asses. So apparently, a theater critic for the New York Times wrote an article 
saying that Sarah Bartman was the Kim Kardashian of her time. If you do not know who Sarah Bartman is, Sarah Bartman was a slave that had, uh, you know, a very curvy frame. She had a large ass, like a lot of black women have the tendency to have. And she was like, she was taken around like she was some kind of circus act made to stand naked, stand before crowds of white people naked so that they could poke and make fun of her body. That is not the same thing <laughs> as a Kim Kardashian. It's disrespectful as fuck for you to even say that. And for the fact that no, there wasn't no editor, nobody that looked at this shit and was like, we can't print this shit. This is fucking terrible. So of course Twitter was upset about it because that's what black Twitter do. But it's just the ease at which people will take like painful situations like that and like try to turn it into some kind of joke is so ridiculous. Kim Kardashian is somebody who's gone out of her way to make herself look the way that she does for attention. Sarah Bartman was somebody who was born and treated horrifically for how she looked. It's not the same thing. That goes into just the bullshit ass dialogue as it pertains to, you know, that self-esteem of women. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always been like European beauty standards. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just hard to hear that because of how difficult it's been for black women to have their own identity. And even when she had her own identity back then, her own shape and shit, they made fun of it. And yeah. to like, Stop. And now, if anything, Kim Kardashian is just taking that same shape and shit and just made money off of it. And it wasn't okay. Or she is part of the reason why it became okay to be curvy and why all of these people are getting these fake asses when historically we've had these shapes. It's what the fuck it is. But when, when it was us having it, it was a problem. And now that, you know, the Kim Kardashians in the world have decided that it's fetch. That it's, people just need to stop comparing shit to the past. Yeah. Jeffrey Lord called Obamacare or Trump healthcare like, damn, what did he call it? It was like the letter that Martin Luther King sent from jail. He was like, this is like the civil rights related shit, you know? And I was like, are you serious? Like, stop comparing that shit to a travesty of our history. But it's not a travesty to them, and that's why they can poke fun at it. And why would, why would they go back to Sarah Bartman? I don't for know for that dialogue. I think it had something to do with the 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 uh, show that he was critiquing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it it wasn't um it wasn't what's the show you are obsessed with the soundtrack to mm-hmm. the Broadway show. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. It wasn't Hamilton, but he's a theater critic, so it had to be some kind of theater piece that brought to mind Sarah Bartman. I don't know. Don't do it, white people. It's just disrespectful as fuck. Like, there's no comparison between those two women whatsoever. White people compartmentalize shit weird and different than we do. Like, they get to look at things as isolated connections to other things. We don't. We don't have the luxury of being able to do that. So, I don't know. That should be stupid to me. 
Speaking of differences and comparing things, and this this just came to me, but because I just saw this um, when we were on our break before we restarted. So apparently Harvard, uh, Mike Pence came to speak at their commencement. You said Notre Dame before. Did, Did I say Harvard Notre, Notre Dame? Dame? I thought it was, I, maybe I meant to say no, Harvard and said Notre Dame because I'm pretty sure it was Harvard. One of these white Ivy League schools <laughs> had their commencement ceremony and had Mike Pence as the speaker. A lot of the students got up, walked out once he started speaking. And Bad I, bitch. <laughs> and I hey, I don't blame him. Fuck Mike Pence. I feel like he's like a, a smaller version of Trump. I feel like if Trump gets impeached and he gets in, it's going to be still fucked up. But he neither here nor there. I feel like them walking out is going to be looked at differently than what happened at Bethune-Cookman because the way that Fox uh, reported the Bethune-Cookman incident. Might as well be (laughs) Bethune-Cookman. The Bethune-Cookman incident is them acting a fool and and being disrespectful. It wasn't them protesting some bullshit. No, no, it was them acting a fool. So I just wonder how Fox is going to report this incident at Harvard or whatever white eyes. They're going to be like, those are liberal students voicing their opinion and their powerful predispositions about politics it's bullshit <laughs> what it is i don't think pence would be worse than donald trump you don't think so nope i think that pence is a career politician i think pence is going to operate from the republican do the shit this way handbook and i don't think he gonna get a lot done because the first hundred days is up it was no today it was no today it was no today I think a whole bunch of seats are going to be lost to Democrats in the election in 2018. Oh, yeah, because these Republicans have been fucking up. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think Pence, it would be worse than Donald Trump. He would be predictable. He won't cause any foreign affair bullshit going forward. You know, he'll take the advice and input from his advisors. His White House won't be all confused about what the truth is about the shit. And he come and, you know, mock them after that. I don't think. I don't think he would be worse. I get he got his own shit to answer for with this Russian shit though. But you know, I think people are just tired of this administration as a whole. So the students and these were white students uh, at Notre Dame got up and was like, "Fuck this shit!" Like at least at Bethune Cookman, they ain't completely leave. They got up, turned their backs. They were still in the room. They were white kids like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Damn. <laughs> They left. They walked out of the ceremony while this motherfucker was speaking. They was like, we're having that shit mailed to their ass. Yep. Hell no. <laughs> How hated do you have to be for that shit? For people that's graduating to be like, I don't want to listen to this shit. I'm out. <laughs> These people who just came to the graduation to walk the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he'll be worse. I mean, by no means does that mean he's going to be good or worth a damn. I just feel like over the course of time, he's going to be a name that motherfuckers forget. Yeah, he's forgettable. He is. He absolutely is. Um, He just looked like, I don't know. He looked weird. I don't know. Anyhow, Aisha Tyler got to pay her husband $2 million. That's her how it works. Her ex-husband. Work. 
her soon to be ex-husband that's how it works <laughs> you the breadwinner yeah and she you gotta pay she's got to pay two million two mil i mean that sounds like a lot to me for her it ain't as much but because my broke ass you divorce me the most you're gonna get is maybe twenty dollars two million there's no fucking way not gonna happen so to me two million sounds like an, and i don't even know what her husband did for a living don't what? remember watch the kids they ain't got no i don't think they got no kids got no kids watch the so. house <laughs> i think she was mad i feel like she was one of them that married somebody white because i feel like i have a friend that liked her and was so crushed when she married this white man but she from like san francisco so i mean i ain't surprised she married somebody white she grew up around white people i mean relationships either gonna work or they not gonna work there's a lot of shit that matters and a lot of shit that don't matter yeah sometimes being white don't matter sometimes it do <sighs> i bet black lives matter broke up a lot of interracial relationships yeah <laughs> i'm sure it did fucked up that relationship um lavar ball uh it's a lot of people giving lavar ball a whole bunch of fucking credit and they should not because he an asshole for subsequently over raising his boys having three sons that are relatively successful in basketball if i want my sons to be successful in something i can make them do it mm-hmm. and they be successful mm-hmm I don't know if that's the case with LeVar Ball, but I think people are giving him so much of a pass on fatherhood without knowing very much more about how he raised his kids. Like, people are looking at the end result of his kids. What if we found out that he beat them three times a day and threw them in the closet every day? I mean, the best example that I can give of that is all of the Jacksons have been fairly successful. But people look at Joe Jackson like he was some kind of motherfucking monster. They're successful, but what at what at what cost? Yeah, like how are they suffering internally? Exactly. You know, all of them don't speak. None of them niggas speak above a whisper. Still, to this day, all of them whisper. Still, never got to talk. Raise their voice. Hell no. Like, I mean, if you want to look at the end result, then Joe Jackson did an amazing job because all of his kids had fame and money and success. <laughs> like, you can't just look at the end result all the time. You got to see what happened to get them there. And, and that has some personal cost sometimes that you may not necessarily be able to see. You don't know how his sons actually feel about him. You don't know what they had to endure from him in order to perform up to his expectation. Because he seemed like an asshole. I can just imagine what they went through because he's a dick. He seemed like an asshole. Yeah. I mean, part of me don't like all of the scrutiny that he getting, you know. But part of he, the scrutiny he getting is his own fucking fault because he out here with all of this bullshit and these $500 damn shoes and shit. It is his fault. It's his fault. Nobody but, would even be looking at him they would just be looking at the achievements of his son the same way that everybody else looked like the Jacksons or that happened because Joe got the fuck he was doing too much you know he put himself in the spotlight to take this scrutiny he could have just sat back and shut the fuck up but he can't do that because he that ain't the kind of person he is oh we just don't have the definition of what he his parenting is like yeah we just don't know that and Given how he is in these interviews and stuff, I I'm not optimistic that his parenting skills are the best. 
And maybe they were. Maybe he's completely different with his his kids, but I don't. Yeah, messy think. ass parent. Yeah. And shit. Yeah, pretty much. So speaking of bad fucking parents and bad parenting and all of this shit, the Duggars. Yes, these motherfuckers are still out here creating scenes and shit. So if you don't know the Duggars, the Duggars are the family that was on 19 and counting. And their show got pulled because it came out that one of their sons had molested two of their daughters and some of the daughter's friends. And the Duggars knew about it. And the Duggars tried to... uh, They kept it within the family. Like, and the police allowed them to do it. So now they're suing, saying that the investigation into him should never have come to light. And this is the cultist ass shit that made me not watch that fucking show anyway. That family is a cult. The girls are, what happened to them is being normalized and like it's not that bad that their brother did this and how dare the police let this come out. And I just, that family make my ass itch they really do like it is so unhealthy and they still have younger kids who the fuck knows what's going on with the rest of them kids because they have a lot of young kids still in their household and you know they all live together i mean the son moved like when they get married they leave but there's still a ton of them in the house Mm -hmm. and if they have this kind of like who we'll never know what's going on if they feel like shit should be like this should be handled internally and you should just be praying away like that's no <laughs> no that is not okay that's white folk family shit <laughs> now i'm not gonna say that's to invalidate anybody that might have experienced that shit themselves but it's just really frustrating when you mix this shit with entertainment value that's why it came from like 13 reasons why yeah you mix a serious dialogue with entertainment value and now people making decisions off of popularity and other shit like yeah that. makes it really hard to be objective when when you know there's money involved i just as again i don't have no kids but as a parent i just don't see how you can see some of your kids go through something at the hands of some uh, something serious like molestation and just be like it'll be okay that is fucking terrible what message does that send to the victims horrible like that is all you're not even safe in your your own house like you gotta live in this fuck them fuck the duggars fuck them trying to sue somebody because your dirty ass shit came out them skeletons came out your fucking closet they might win that shit they probably will when you got money money move them i just i don't even know how any of them kids can grow up normally now the whole situation is just so you just have babies till you can't have babies no more the fuck because fucking is for procreation, so however many baby, however many times you get pregnant is how many kids you have. That is bullshit. And then the daughter that got married, she was pregnant shortly after because again, they don't believe in protection. They don't believe you just have kids. Just keep having babies. Many babies as you can have. They're a cult. They're very cultish, and that it never ends well. 
ain't never seen no cult <laughs> shit go well for them shit ends up with people dying and all kind of shit hell yeah cults don't never turn Sign out well. kool-aid baby <laughs> Or like, uh, what was his name? Jim Jones that killed out on people on that fucking island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell no. Did he? Did he shoot everybody? Or did they take cyanide? Cyanide. See, that's that bullshit. I'm not willingly taking no fucking cyanide. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. That's what I'm not gonna do. That's why they gonna make your ass drink it. They gonna force that shit down your. Throat. I would have had to be one. First of all, I ain't got this the personality. I feel like to be in no cult because you ain't gonna just tell me I'm supposed to believe some shit because you said the fuck. No, <laughs> it's not how that works. So I I would I don't know that I would ever be in a situation. But were I in the cult and then you come talking about we all finna take this cyanide and ascend into whatever the fuck. Now you finna take some cyanide. I'm going home (laughs) the fuck i look like Mm -mm. but i just and i you know what my boss used to talk so fondly about the duggars and she got so mad at me when i was like that is not healthy there is no way that that family is as squeaky clean as they try to portray themselves to be there is no way that all of those kids get what they need in a household filled with 18 19 kids you're with two parents in the house there's no fucking way never did that look like a good idea to me never did it look like something that because she was all impressed with the fact that the kids were kept from everything the thing people do not understand is that kids go through stages where they get curious about things and you keeping them from shit don't mean that they're not gonna still go through them stages they're gonna go through it in a different way so your son you telling them masturbation and stuff is not okay so what happens is because the only girls that he's around that he can experiment with is his sister and his sister's little friends that's what the fuck happened you don't take people's life stages out just because you separate them from shit he's still gonna be a teenage boy mm-hmm. cult or not they still gonna be teenage girls cult or not like that's not healthy there's nothing healthy about removing them from the world they got to operate within the world that's your goal as a parent is to create a little person that can grow and and become somebody who can operate in this world and you're having them at a disadvantage by taking them from everything yeah that don't make no fucking sense fuck them fuck that family (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the Duggars. Fuck the Duggars. <laughs> you Jamaican? Something. Okay. All I right. seen Shatas. I had to watch the fucking... I like that movie, but I had to watch it with the subtitles on. See, that shit another language. You here. can't understand... Well, it's English, but it's... Man, if you got use subtitles, <laughs> you might as well call that shit another language like a motherfucker. They accent so fucking heavy, and they say shit like blood caught instead of fucking... <laughs> And so I'm just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, it was so hard to understand the first time I watched. I, li- I was like, okay, let me turn these subtitles on. I ain't gonna get nothing out of this. Otherwise, <laughs> they accents was heavy as fuck. It's just like Scarface, uh, paid in full. Shotters is like along them lines. Get rich selling dope type shit. Yeah. Lose it all because you was stupid type shit. <laughs> yeah. Cause you got too comfortable. So. You got anything else on your mind? Uh 
Remy's 40 pounds, so thank you so much for, you know, ruining that for Don't me. Blame me. You kept saying he was going to get big. I am not the reason he got big. <laughs> you you are. God for that. <laughs> or Remy's parents. He ain't even through growing. He's seven months old. He's 40 pounds. Yep, he's going to get bigger. This nigga hardly fit in my back seat because you know I got that little toy car. <laughs> <laughs> he fit. He hardly fit back then. Now, nigga ain't gonna never be able to go nowhere. I've been relatively quiet this second half of the podcast because I got a root canal on Tuesday, and my face is just feeling so fucking irritating right now. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm a thank you for clarifying that because everybody gonna think I was just rambling. Yeah, no, it's like my energy is focused right now. <laughs> Oh, not going crazy. Yeah, just I mean, it ain't bad. It's just like fuck. root canals are a bitch, yeah. and it ain't even the the root canal was fine. Yeah. it was the it's the post pain. But the root canal is fine because you numb as fuck. <laughs> That's why. You know what I'm saying? Like if I they had left, give you no numbing shit, it would not have. Been I just fine. expected to feel more bullshit no. at the dentist. Oh no, and our dentist is cool. The reason why people hate root canals is the afterwards, and I got a dry socket when I. I had some teeth removed and I had a root canal done and <laughs> I got a dry socket. Cause like when you get teeth removed, you're not supposed to like, you can't drink through straws and cause you don't want to get air down in it. Mm-hmm. But they gave me some, uh, Lord's hat for the pain. And he, I told him that it makes me sick when I was younger. I could take it. Now it makes me vomit. He was like, I'll take a half. It'll be fine. Took a half, still threw up. And you know, you throw up, you spit. That spitting caused me to get a job. When I tell you I was in so much pain that I was sitting at my dentist's office waiting for them to get there. Like I was sitting in an <laughs> empty park. I'm not kidding. I was sitting in an empty parking lot. When they pulled up, I was like, we got to do something about this because I don't know what this is. I ain't slept. <laughs> like It was that pain where you can't even like drift off. To, it wasn't no sleeping. Damn. And I couldn't take the Lord's tab because it was going to make me throw up. So I'm just sitting there like, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> So I no, be glad it ain't a dry socket. It could be worse. That shit. Oh, was... I know it can be worse, but Whew. it is what it is. It is. Anyway, until we come the next conversation, we out. <laughs> <laughs>